0: USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. The top Democrat in the U.S. House says everyone except Trump-aligned Republicans in the House want bipartisan compromise on immigration. We're in a period of divided government. That means we should be trying to find bipartisan common ground. Speaking on ABC's This Week, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. He supports bipartisan efforts toward national security and compromise border security legislation. Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson says the Senate measure is inadequate Jeffries argues that Johnson and House Republicans haven't read it yet. An early year atmospheric river is drenching parts of California this week, bringing the threat of significant flooding and mudslides. The rainfall and high winds began Saturday, and according to the National Weather Service, they could last through Wednesday this week. California Governor Gavin Newsom's already declared an emergency for eight Southern California counties being heavily impacted by the storms. President Biden campaigning out west over the weekend while winning the Democratic primary in South Carolina.
1: South Carolina, we did it again. President Biden at a campaign stop in Las Vegas over the weekend. The president winning the Democrat primary in South Carolina Saturday.
2: He did it for me again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 2020 and now again in 2024. Now let's go win the whole thing. Let's win it all.
1: We also learned the president for a second year in a row will not be sitting down for an interview prior to the Super Bowl, which has become sort of a tradition in the country. No reason has been given. I'm Laura Winters.
0: The federal election interference trial involving Donald Trump is being delayed as the judge officially cancels the scheduled March 4th trial. This comes as an appeals court considers Trump's claim of presidential immunity in the case. The court will establish a fresh trial date when a decision is made on the immunity issue. This is USA News.
2: No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this... Or this. Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. I need help with my taxes. Where can I find free tax help?
3: If you make $54,000 a year or less, you can participate in the IRS Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, VITA, or the Tax Counseling for the Elderly, TCE, programs. IRS certified volunteers provide free basic tax prep for low to moderate income taxpayers. The TCE program is specifically for taxpayers age 60 and older. Go to irs.gov and enter free tax prep in the search box to find a VITA or TCE site near you.
4: Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare.
0: U.S. attacks on Iran-backed radical Islamist militias in the Middle East will continue, according to one high-ranking White House advisor. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told NBC's Meet the Press over the weekend that U.S. efforts will continue following two weekend rounds of attacks on dozens of targets in Iraq, Syria, and Yemen. The U.S. says this is in retaliation for an earlier drone strike that killed three American troops and injured dozens more at a base in Jordan. Older New York. Workers being urged to roll up their sleeves, get themselves vaccinated against three potentially dangerous viruses. Experts say the flu, COVID-19 and RSV can pose a serious threat to people who are 60 and older. Folks in that age group have ended up in the hospital or even lost their lives after getting infected. Medicaid can be used to cover the cost of these vaccines. A list of immunization sites can be found online. I'm Dave Collins. A small plane crashes into a mobile home in Florida killing three people. Details released now the Federal Aviation Administration. identifying those killed as a member of the flight crew and two individuals on the ground. The incident unfolded 7.08 p.m. Eastern when authorities received simultaneous calls about a structure fire and a mayday signal from the pilot of the aircraft, which had gone off radar about three miles from the runway of St. Pete Clearwater International Airport. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
4: Home sales are down 31% across America and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second we will negotiate with you a price to buy your home it's that simple if you're ready to sell your home right now any home any condition and you don't want to put money into it no problem we'll buy it from you call right now it's a free call 800-217-6459 800-217-6459 800-217-6459, That's 800-217-6459.
6: Getting America back on track. Bill Martinez live.
5: And all this time you thought it was easy, huh? (laughs) I'll tell you, the resistance continues. I mean, when you think about where this country is right now, I mean, we're so divided for obvious reasons. And to really get to the core and understand why, uh, it's a bit of an exercise and uh, one that you really have to be committed to because you've got to get through... A lot of the morass and the emotions of what brought us to this point. And uh, at the very core of all this is that we have basically called time out on common sense is the way I see it. Because time and again, when you deal with individual things, whether it's the border or energy policy or what's happening in Israel, what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, China, you know, just go on down the list. It defies common sense. Uh, with us right now is the voice of Common Sense himself, Alex Newman. Alex, good morning. How are you?
7: Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you very much.
5: So so is it just me, or am I a, lun- a lunatic here, or, you know, is it just, uh, you know, because that's one of the things that I hear time and again, Alex, from our audience and others that I speak with, is that, uh, you know, what happened to, you know, Common Sense? Because this stuff is, you know, just with the empirical evidence uh, tradition, all that uh, America has gone through t- for 247 years, you- you'd think we'd know better.
7: Yeah, you'd think so, Bill. But the problem is we are now four, maybe five generations deep into this government indoctrination and dumbing down, masquerading as public education. And um, and the consequences have been mm-hmm. catastrophic, and it gets worse with every generation. And uh, we are now almost in free fall uh, with our, our our population literally being dumbed down beyond what I think anybody Mm -hmm. can imagine federal government's own data shows that less than one-third of the victims of government school can even read or write or do math proficiently and um, you know they can tell you all about gender they can tell you all about the climate nonsense they can tell you all about uh, systematic oppression and white privilege but they can't tell you what Mm 2 plus 2 is they can't tell you uh, what that sign says and, uh, and, of course, this is very deliberate. So, yeah, common sense is gone because it mm. has been indoctrinated uh, out of our people. Yeah,
5: and like you say, they can't even tell you the difference between a boy and a girl. Uh, they just refuse to accept the obvious. But, uh, you know, your book, um, you know, which uh, really, uh, again, puts the educational industrial complex right on the target. You know, stop indoctrinating our children to death. Government schools war on Faith, family, and freedom. Uh, by the way, congratulations on this book. Uh, it seems that uh, you know what was happening in the educational system. You know what what you were feeling and what many of us feel is 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 just continuing torment over the idiocy of all places. Our educational system.
7: Yeah, it it is, Bill, and and it's very deliberate. And what we did in the book, uh, indoctrinating our children to death is we showed the history of this, because there's this pervasive mythology, even among conservatives and a lot of Christians, that, well, there was some golden era of government education. Everybody's kind of got their own idea of when that was. You know, Some people think it was when their grandparents went to school or whatever. Uh, but the reality is the people who set up this system did so for a very specific purpose. And we know what the purpose was because they told exactly. us. They left essays and books and yeah. uh, scholarly articles, and they right. explained to us exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to dump down the population and fundamentally transform America, and they knew that brainwashing our children was the way to do it.
5: Yeah. Well, the golden age of education, if you want to look at it, to me, is let's go back to our great-great-grandparents and that little book, the uh, what was it, the New England Primer? A book of about 72 pages, which the kids at that time, I would dare say, learned more out of those 72 pages uh, compared to all the books and the kind of craziness that's in the educational system to your exact point. Because back then, the goal was to educate the people, uh, not indoctrinate. And, it, and as you say, is that. You know, clearly, they uh, made it known, and meanwhile, we, the people, continue to elect people that supported, you know, the um, educational-industrial complex that was progressing through the system. So here we are, you know, the the fruit of of our um, acquiescence to this movement is what we see today, where kids don't know the difference between man and woman, you know, reading measures are just, you know, in the tank. And, um, you know, our kids just aren't very smart, and especially for all the money that we've invested, all the taxpayer money, Alex, that we're investing, you know, for education to our kids. I mean, this is a lousy ROI on any business measure.
7: It's the worst possible ROI you can imagine, because it's not just destroying our money, right, well over a trillion dollars per year, not just being flushed down the toilet, but the trillion dollars is being used to destroy our children, which by extension will destroy our Mm -hmm. communities, our companies, our churches, and ultimately our country. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you brought up the New Mm -hmm. England Primer. Long before we ever had government schools or government education, Americans were the best educated people on the planet, the best educated people that had ever lived at any point in human history. And we did it all without one scintilla Mm -hmm. of government school. What happened was parents were buying Mm -hmm. tools like New England Primer, like the uh, Blueback Speller. Uh, The Bible was the primary textbook. And, uh, and these were people who, mm-hmm. you know, by the time they were in the equivalent of what we call eighth grade today, uh, they were light years ahead of the idiot PhDs who were graduating from our colleges and universities. Uh, and you, you can't even compare the two. These people had a well rounded knowledge of history, theology, science, geography, mathematics. Uh, they had practical skills, they could build things, they could fix things. Uh, today we're graduating kids who couldn't do things even if they wanted to do things. Uh, so so this is much worse than exactly. just wasting we're wasting the minds of our children. we're shredding their hearts and their souls, mm-hmm. uh, and it is ultimately going to destroy our country if we don't get serious about fixing it
5: we weren't raising kids to plagiarize and get their PhDs through some sort of, uh, you know, manipulative maneuver, uh, you know. And the thing is, when you've got a president of, of, of uh, you know, of Harvard uh, exposed like this, it makes you wonder, okay, I mean, this is Harvard. They checked the box, you know. And, and of course, this box-checking era that we're in, Alex, right now, I mean, it's so... It's so frustrating, and it's all being led by this current administration. I mean, you look at the current administration, I tell our audience all the time, and, I mean, if, if you're a guy, you wear a dress, you check a box, you're in the Biden administration. I, I mean, this is nonsense. You know, you, uh, you're a Supreme Court justice because you don't know the difference between a man and a woman. And you check a box. You, you know, it's all about checking boxes here. And when is it that we've had enough and, and uh, the little kid on the street sees the king's naked and finally says, you know, with clarity hey, uh, I ain't seeing any clothes here. The king is butt-naked here. Uh, w- when does that happen, Alex?
7: Well, if it doesn't happen soon do so we have got to make sure it happens very well.
5: Well, we're, we're continuing to pay a dire price and our kids are suffering a- at this and then Add on top of all this inefficiency, open up the borders, and now you've got an influx of kids that don't even speak the language that you are mandated by the federal government to instruct them at the expense of the tax paying kids in the classroom. I mean, how is that going to help?
7: It's going to be a disaster filed on top of a disaster that's the board mm. and our children from primary weapons and
5: well, we got to go to break. We've got more from Alex Newman on the other side. What stay if with us. you
3: could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made in America, Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wall
2: Yours free at mysolarbackup.com.
0: The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U N V E I L I N G them.com.
2: President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing.
4: Call now. 800-932-1597. 932 1597 That's 800-932-1597. Paid for by the Tax Helpline.
5: Back 19 minutes after the top, they are fresh and independent with an attitude, just the way you like to hear from us. I'm Bill Martinez. He is Alex Newman, the New American Magazine senior editor, CEO of Liberty Sentinel, and the voice of common sense. As I said earlier, Alex is, uh, as you were saying earlier, the um, you know the globalists have made it clear. And before them, we knew them as the progressives. They said, "Hey, here's what we're going to do." And uh, I don't know if uh, the country just thought they were joking. Or if we were just so busy you know dealing with life, uh, you know, depression, a couple of world wars, and uh, meanwhile, they continue to march through the institutions, education and otherwise, you know, throughout our whole government, which they now have a stranglehold. and um, and we're on you know, we're on the verge of of being um, you know being captured, by uh, the World Economic Forum's uh, agenda, you know, for this, uh, you know, for our country, the world, for that matter. Uh, and, and you point this out in your uh, new book that's uh, just been released, Indoctrinating Our Children to Death. Um, and, you know, and you point out, I mean, you, you give us quite, quite the research material and you know, trajectory of how all this happened. Uh, And I believe that people who read your book are going to be quite shocked in realizing, you know, how uh, America's uh, populace has been captured.
7: Yeah, I I think you're right, Bill, and, and you're absolutely right, too, about the manipulation and the deceit that was involved here. If you go back to the very beginning, I actually start the book with a guy called Robert Owen, who has been almost completely forgotten by history, but he was incredibly influential. And he was actually the first guy who seriously proposed that the government ought to educate children. This was in the early 1800s. He was a communist in the truest sense of the term, as was before Karl Marx. But he wanted to get rid of private property. He wanted to get rid of the family. And he built a commune to prove that these ideas were superior. And, of course, it failed. But he concluded not that communism was stupid, but that it didn't work because these children had been raised in a Christian environment and in, with an individualistic mindset. And that the solution was to have the government then educate the next generation. So he did a couple of things. He wrote some essays, some of which ended up in the hands of the Prussian ambassador, and so he implemented those in Prussia, created the first-ever system of education of the state, by the state, and for the state. And he also created what a uh, whistleblower later described as a secret society, uh, modeled on the Carbonari of Europe. An incredibly interesting story. Uh, this man who blew the whistle, his name was Oracus Brownson, he became a Catholic and felt bad about what he had done. He said that he had been organizing a big part of New York for this operation, and that the goal was to get government involved in education, and that the ultimate objective, and this is a direct quote, the ultimate objective was to destroy Christianity. So then Horace Mann, another progressive, imports the Prussian system in Massachusetts. He then travels the country preaching the good news of government education, and then it's picked up by John Dewey, an actual communist, a guy who loved the mm. Soviet Union, and especially their schools, yeah. weaponizes it further. And, um, you know, the, the rest is history. That's how we ended up in the in the situation that we're in. And all this stuff is is very well documented. We've got the primary source documents proving that this is what they mm. said and this is what they believed. And yet, uh, you know, Americans were, were duped uh, through a variety yeah. of different propaganda tools.
5: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it has been... Uh quite the movement and just like everything else uh once they got their tentacles wrapped around the treasury and in the bureaucracy because at the core of all this as you stated earlier and this is so fundamental they had to get rid of god you know uh so they have replaced god you know separation of church and state this has been a step-by-step diabolical move to uh, basically, you know, say, um, you, know, y- y- you know, we'll let you have your God on Sunday. But when it comes to school, you know, uh, you're going to bow your knee to the God of education,
7: you know, public, yes, Bill, public uh, education, right? The story here is so fascinating. So I, I mentioned John Dewey earlier. Now, John Dewey got together with a few dozen of his buddies from academia And they argued that they were inventing a new religion. They wrote something called the Humanist Manifesto. And to their credit, at least they were honest about it being a religion. Um, It it began with the very first tenet of the Humanist Manifesto was, we believe the universe is self-existing and not created. Which, you know, it's a free country. You can believe any kind of silly thing you want to, but the Bible teaches in Genesis 1-1 that in the beginning, God created Now, even if you're not a a Bible-believing Christian, and I think you should be, but even if you're not, um, this has really important political implications as well. Our Founding Fathers said it was a self-evident truth that God created us, that God endowed us with inalienable rights. And so if you accept John Dewey's religion, well, you can't have God-given rights. So fast forward uh, a few decades after they wrote this Humanist Manifesto, which is basically communism wrapped up in religious garb, uh, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court in 1962 and 1963, they banned the Bible, and they banned prayer in public schools. And the uh, the justice who wrote the dissent, uh, Justice Potter Stewart, he hit the nail on the head in dissent. He said, what they've done here is not create a state of neutrality with respect to religion in the public schools. What they did was they established the religion of secularism, which is exactly what Congress was prohibited from doing. So you're exactly right. They have been teaching our children a false religion. And if you think about it, this whole idea that man can be his own little god, we can decide for ourselves what's right and wrong, is the oldest lie in the book. It's what Satan said in Genesis chapter 3, right? So we must stop this, but that's what's happening.
5: Well, and the thing is, uh, here, compare the two religions. You know, God gives you wisdom and intellect, and you look at all that people in the name of Jesus, as you said earlier, historically in this country, because we were a Judeo-Christian founded nation, and you look at the innovation and things that have come up, this, this came out of people of faith. It didn't come out of the secular world. And so, in that in that surrender, in that big exchange, just like in the Garden of Eden, when uh you know Satan questioned, did God really say?" and our parents, our first parents uh went along with it, and suddenly they became stupid. and this is I mean w- we somehow forget history, and we're not seeing how this alignment works because the infrastructure, the way this world is designed, designed by God it operates in a certain way that he designed it. And so that when you are consistent and you're in alignment with how he, he developed and created this world, it's, it's, it goes smoother. You know, there's built in boundaries, there's laws that come in as it, laws, as simple as the law of gravity, that there is no way these geniuses could come up with anything like this but somehow they know better than God now. Right. And they, yeah, or, exactly. or beyond that, they are, you know, like you said, self-proclaimed gods. So when you follow that religion, you're rendering yourself stupid because you're you're abandoning the core tentacles of what makes the world go round. True. Truthfully.
7: That's exactly right, Bill. And, you know, the Bible has a lot to say on the subject of education. In Proverbs, Mm -hmm. uh, it's written twice, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And so these government schools, what they've done by excluding truth, by excluding God and introducing this false religion and forcing us to support it with our taxes, Uh, they have eliminated wisdom and genuine knowledge. I mean, if you believe the Bible and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the beginning of knowledge, there's no way that a government indoctrination camp that refuses to even acknowledge God could possibly instill wisdom or knowledge in the mind children. And we know from Hosea 4, 6, what happens, right? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's where we are right now. We are on the verge of destruction, and it all goes back to this so-called education system that has dumbed down, indoctrinated, and turned our children away from God and their families and their country for multiple generations.
5: Well, and here it is with our puny brains, you know, trying to come up with something. You also read in the Bible that man has his plans and God laughs. And, and and I think that, yes, that God laughs, but he also sees that his people are being sold out. They're being misrepresented. He's being misrepresented. And, uh, you know, just like in the, you know, the days of Noah, which uh, you consider where we are right now, and there's a, a great new movie that's coming out in March right now that addresses this issue. His people have become very, you know, casual and just thinking... You know that uh, you know that's an old fable. You know when God came and judged the world, and you know a flood came. Uh, they don't, you know, they disconnect from that because you know to your earlier premise, you know when there's no God, well there's no history of God, uh, and I think that uh, we're going to find ourselves in a lot of trouble. Those who want to buy into that, Alex Newman, congratulations on the book, and thank you so much for being with us. Take care. Thanks, sir.
0: USA News Update. Former President Trump has a message for Republicans in the House and Senate debating a border bill, which is attached to other national security spending.
1: As the text of the new border bill being released, former President Trump urging Republican lawmakers to vote against it. Trump sitting down for an interview with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday Morning Futures on Fox News, saying it's no good for the Republicans, and frankly, any Republican that signs it should be ashamed of him or herself. I'm Laura
0: Get ready for new limits on password sharing on Hulu. The Disney-owned streaming platform is changing its terms of service now to ban account sharing with people outside the house. For existing customers, there will be a grace period until March 14th. Netflix cracked down on password sharing last year, soon after seeing 14 million
3: new subscribers. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated.
5: this i'm bill martinez happy monday to you yes february the 5th uh, 2024 as we uh, march on through this new year together um also that uh, we uh, you know considered and, and re- remember to pray you know for the peace of jerusalem uh, as we're entering uh, day 122 of the israel hamas war and our thanks again to alex newman um his new book um uh, indoctrinating our children to death. Oof. I mean, you, you, this is going to really stop you in your tracks. And, and, uh, and I don't know, I'm not sure what all it's going to take. W- what is the final straw that breaks the camel's back here in the idiocy uh, that, we're, you know, that we're being subjected to? Uh, it's just you know, flat-out idiocy. And at every turn, no matter what you look at, whether it's education, every aspect of our government... And to that, uh, you know, adding to that is how our government is misrepresenting we the people and mismanaging our funds and getting us deeper in debt. In fact, $20 billion was spent by our feds on migrant refugee aid, illegal uh, entrants, are at an all-time high at the border, creating all-time surge in taxpayer costs. And Adam Angieski from Open the Books is with us right now. Adam, good morning. How are you?
8: I'm doing well, Bill. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be back.
5: Hey, uh, great to have you here. Uh, they cannot help themselves, can they? No, they really when can't. When I say so- they, I'm talking about the feds that have they have control of our checkbook and just are spending our money blindly and stupidly.
8: Yeah, so remember back to 2016 when Donald Trump was running for president and he suggested that we build a border wall. And he suggested that the, the well the wall would cost, you know, between say 8 billion and 12 billion the top line estimates from the federal agencies were 15 billion and the other side went crazy. They said we don't have 15 billion dollars it's too expensive to build the wall. Well, Joe Biden is on pace to do between 40 and 50 billion dollars worth of migrant aid just out of one obscure office over at health and human services it's called the office of refugee resettlement and just in the past two years they've spent 20 billion dollars and so and those costs are going up uh year over year by two billion
5: <clears throat> so the wall wow. chump change and uh, yeah exactly and plus on top of that and, and i know people it, it's so it, this cracks me up too the, well, he said the Mexicans were going to pay for it, and they didn't pay. Wait a minute, you guys stopped the plan. This, the way business works, is you, you know you you do an investment like this, and then yes, I, I'm totally convinced. I I understand how that works, and that made a lot of sense to people. But you had knuckleheads out there that were contesting, well, Trump never paid for the wall. Well, you guys, you you, you guys aborted the plan to build the wall and to engage the Mexicans. And as much as he did, uh, we had the stay in Mexico policy that was enacted, that was helping to, you know, curtail the uh, free flow of migrants coming in. And, uh, you know, it's just it just cracks me up because you can't have a, re- you know, Adam, you can't have a reasonable conversation with people about this because they hate Trump and anything that he did. And it's like, OK, well, you hate Trump and all the good things we were working for us. now you don't have Trump. You have uh, you have this guy in the Oval Office that he's hard, you know it's difficult for him to complete a sentence and everything is going to hell in a handbasket. That's better than Donald Trump even with all the hatred you have toward him.
8: <laughs> well you got to look at the facts. So heres here's the facts from 2023 20, uh, in the first month of 2024. See so he had a record all-time mm. surge of migrant encounters at the border, 2.5 million an all-time high in 2023. And in the first month, it's up 50%. Bill, that's stunning. In one month, it was up to 302000 in a month. That's on pace, if you annualize that, for 3.6 million encounters, not Mm 2.5 million, the previous record. And so if you take a look at the nation of origin of where people are coming from, one-third of them are actually coming from Mexico. And then you have Uh uh, Central and Uh South America. So you've got uh, countries like Venezuela, Guatemala, Honduras, Colombia, and then you have the Caribbean with places like Cuba. Now, I want to be on the record. If you're coming from risking life and limb from communist Cuba, every single one of those Mm. uh, folks should get asylum once they're properly vetted. Uh, But the rest of these nations, look, you only had 400,000 come from countries outside Mexico, Central and South America, and the Caribbean. So... With four hundred thousand from around from the rest of the world, um, you know that's a manageable number. $2.5 3.6 million three point six million—that's not manageable. The whole system obviously is overwhelmed. It cannot uh, handle this crush, and taxpayers are on the hook.
5: Yeah, and like you say, the lack of vetting is so key here on so many levels. I mean, yes, uh, you know, people will cite, well, at Ellis Island, you know, we've got the. You know, the Statue of Liberty, you know, talking about, you know, send us your poor and downtrodden, you know, and yada, yada, okay? But, um, you know, Trump was right when he said, they're not sending our best. I mean, you know, Venezuela says, hey, those knuckleheads are opening up the border. Uh, we, We can save ourselves a lot of money by sending all these felons that we've been paying, and, you know, we got them jailed here. Heck, let's just send them to America. Let them be America's problem. And again, you know, oh, all the Democrats clutching their pearls. How dare you? You know, you're racist. You're racist, and all this other stuff. Well, you know, Trump is right again, and uh, you know he saw this. I mean, this was, you know, it's just amazing how you know blind and idiotic these people can be. You know, for the sake of politics, and they just yeah. Well, you know, send,
8: send me your huddled masses never included. Mm-hmm. Emergency housing support, work authorization, public benefits application, medical screening, school enrollment, cultural orientation, uh, mental health services, legal consultation, like the suite of benefits is completely out of control today. And it's a magnet. That's why you've got a crush at the border.
5: Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing, too, you know, again, to me, the key issue in the vetting is how many of these people coming across the border, in order to cross the border, become indentured servants to the cartels.
8: Well, you've got, I mean, this is a real human health catastrophe. And Mm -hmm. and the numbers are so big, they're hard to fathom. But just in the past two years, Bill, there's been 260,000 unaccompanied minors. And Mm -hmm. I want to put that number in perspective, because that's the population of Anchorage, Alaska, Two hundred sixty thousand kids under, eight, under age eighteen without a parent or guardian have come across the border. Those kids need to be sponsored out within the system, and mm-hmm. up to eighty-five thousand of those kids have been lost in the system because the sponsors won't return a phone call. We don't know where they're at, who who these kids are with anymore. Eighty-five thousand, and that's according to the New York Times. So we have a, right. you know, we have a office of refugee resettlement with such poor systems in place that they become a partner to the cartels on the trafficking of children.
5: Exactly. And here we are. Oh, yeah, by the way, America, the number one human trafficking country on the planet. Unbelievable. So where do you think these lost kids are at? I mean, work out the numbers, you know. Uh, I mean, these are kids that, you know, Ocasio-Cortez was, you know, crying outside of the gate over I don't see her crying a lot right now. Makes me wonder.
8: Yeah, it really does. I mean, and the the unaccompanied children angle, it's been covered. You know, a year ago in Congress, they had hearings. They had the director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement, Robin Dunmarcos, in the hot seat. And they asked her a simple question. What is the reject rate on a sponsor application? Do you take Mm -hmm. everybody? Do you reject 60 percent of them? 90% 90% of them, 2% of them, what's the reject rate? She couldn't answer the question. Look, if you don't measure something, you can't manage it. Exactly. That's why we've got this problem. Mm-hmm.
5: And, and look who's paying the price. I mean, this is lose-lose all the way around. And you wonder, you go, okay, people losing in this process. You know, who who's winning? Who's winning out of all this, Adam? Well, it's not taxpayers. It's not the rule of law.
8: I mean, if you don't have a border, you don't have a country.
5: Exactly. Well, again, this seems so diabolical and conspiratorial. But, you know, this is the problem that we have. There is such a breakdown in integrity, the issue of integrity in our country, that is allowing this madness to continue. Uh, We've got to go to break. We've got more from the founder of OpenTheBooks.com, author of Operation Drain the Swamp, and of and stay with us.
2: Total by Verizon is wireless that goes all in for you. That means unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, priced by us at $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan. And as always, no contracts. Sounds pretty hard to beat, but all in is all in. So we added international calling to fill the year with more Hey Girl! Because it can't be Total unless it's all in. Find a store and exclusive deals at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate with auto-pay discount beginning the month after you enroll plus taxes and fees. Additional restrictions apply. See website for data management practices and full terms. Imagine it's the last ride,
8: but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, (linaclotide)?
2: Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IVSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination,
1: not individually.
2: Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Lenzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call
1: 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free.
4: 800-247-1498. That's 800-247-1498.
8: Hey, Jimmy, turn off the video games. Let's go play some ball.
9: I'm in the middle of my game. Can't we go later?
8: Come on, it'll be fun. It'll be there when you get back.
9: Okay. But there's no way you're going to win.
8: Why don't you grab some water and granola bars, and then we'll see about that.
9: You can make a difference. Eat smart, play hard. And when you do, your kids will too. A challenge from USDA.
6: Hi, Fred Dwyer here. If you suffer from a serious chronic illness, heartburn, poor sleep, fatigue, brain fog, you need Balance 7. Balance 7 water improves the acid-alkaline balance in the body. The right pH helps unlock the immune system. It also allows for better hydration and nourishment during times of medication and stress. Balance 7 works. I know, I use it every day. Now you can try it free. Balance 7 is offering chronic illness sufferers a free gallon of Balance 7 Water for the first 100 callers. That's an $87 value free. So call 800 793 9039 and mention my name Fred. The first 100 callers suffering with a chronic illness get a free gallon of Balance 7 water. So call 800 793 9039, code word Fred, or visit balance7.com. That's balance, the number 7.com. 800 793 9039, code word Fred.
5: Welcome back. Bill Martinez here. 14 minutes before the top of the hour and a conversation with Adam Angieski from Open the Books continues. Adam, um, you know, in your report uh, that's available at Open the Books, and again, we always remind everybody to go there, see this for yourself. I mean, just don't take our word for it. You've got to own your own knowledge. This is the deal. You know, uh, I think this idea of representative government... Uh, you, you know, has kind of taken a different kind of a laissez-faire uh, kind of attitude that we think, well, we can trust our politicians. Uh, and, and that's proving to be, you know, rather uh, problematic because we're realizing we can't fully trust them. And look what's happening in the political process. I, I believe this is one of the reasons why you have such an exodus out of the Republican and Democratic Party and going to independence because they're just so fed up with the political process and the misrepresentation. So, um, you know, this idea, when our Constitution says we the people, it really focuses uh, the attention that it belongs. It's our responsibility to protect this Democratic Republic. It's not Joe Biden's. It's not uh, Donald Trump's. It's we the people, because we have to hold them accountable. And this is why, you know, what you do at Open the Books is so critical to that end. And I cannot thank you enough for all the great work that you guys have been doing over the years on our behalf.
8: Well, I appreciate that, Bill. We are nonpartisan. If you're lying, cheating, and stealing, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. We're going to expose it, and we're going to try to get it corrected.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it, you know, for obvious reasons, you know, uh, this is not the way you run a lemonade stand. Uh, you know, we're $34 right. trillion dollars and counting, and uh, you know, I, I got. I remember the days when I was growing up, and Everett Dirksen used to say, "You know, a million here, a million there, and then you start talking a lot of money." I mean, he he's spending in his grave. I mean, we're spending billions now. Billion, he'll be in there. You know, trillion is thrown around like it's nothing.
8: Yeah, and specific to Republicans. Um, there is a big spending caucus on a you know in the Republican Party in the Senate and in the in the House on this concept mm-hmm. of earmarks the biggest earmarks earmarkers in both party, parties are actually republicans and this is a mm-hmm. you know this is a sea change it was republicans like tom coburn that got rid of earmarks over a decade ago and then republicans in the house brought them back 10 years later
5: mm-hmm. yeah this is this is incredible so um look at a lot we 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 talked about you know, and again, you, you've you got to read this study yourself and just to see how much money is happening and flowing. I mean, $20 billion. I mean, this is just the beginning. I mean, uh, the billions of dollars are mounting up in the impact that uh, th- this illegal migration that's coming into our country. And I, again, I still maintain my biggest problem in terms of just vetting them is that they are captured by the cartels. I, I I don't I think you could estimate the number ninety nine percent of the people that come across the border even if you say okay let's give them the benefit of the doubt and let's say ninety percent of the people that come across the border they're beholden to the cartels they've got to do the bidding how can they possibly assimilate and demonstrate any loyalty uh you know to uh to this country i mean it's it's like we're importing these Manchurian candidates coming into the country that uh upon the beck and call of the cartel, could wreak all kinds of havoc.
8: Well, we also have to, in in addition to the cartels, I think you have to shine a white-hot spotlight on those NGOs, those non-governmental organizations that pass out the aid. And so you've got these nonprofit organizations here domestically in this country, um, and we're always Mm. asking the question if the U.S. government agency has been captured by the industry, by those insiders, by those non-governmental organizations. So here you have the um, director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement. They're the ones passing out $20 billion in aid, about $10 billion a year, and going up every single year. And the director, Robin Dunmarco, she comes out of the industry She's been a prior executive Mm -hmm. for a total of 27 years at two out of the top five largest receivers of the government grants. For example, International Rescue Committee, she spent 23 years there, off and on, and she was an executive twice for International Rescue Committee. She becomes director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement, and all of a sudden, year over year, International Rescue Committee's grants are up, 100 million dollars now we looked at the Ooh. we uh we reached out to them for comment and they said well we follow the ethics rules for the first two years of her employment she is um you know she doesn't she doesn't participate in any decisions she recuses herself according to the ethics rules with the international rescue committee so at open the it says who with what proof we filed a freedom of information act request for her emails with the keywords "International mm-hmm. Rescue Committee," and guess what, Bill? It's been nine months, and they refuse to turn over her emails.
5: Right. Yeah. And you want you want to know why? <laughs> it's well, it's look, obvious, Congress needs to hold hearings,
8: and you know, I mean, we're going to have to yes. file a federal lawsuit just to get to the bottom of it. Um, so we don't know how it's going to mm-hmm. turn out, but we follow the money, and and in this case, we've got to, you know, I mean. Her uh, her recusal is actually done in September. So then what happens? Like, you know, there's no like she's not bound by any unethical obligation at that point.
5: It's like everybody in our government gets the uh, get out of jail card brought to you by Hunter Biden. Nobody (laughs) is accountable. Right. I mean, this is so bizarre. Uh, I, I want so to also really, address really
8: quickly, her, uh, World, World Church Services. They're the other one that that she comes out of a former employer, and they, you know, we went. The uh, mm-hmm. Daily Caller went through their Twitter account, and they found that they retweet the abolish ICE hashtags. They want to get rid of uh, immigration, and uh, you know, uh, the immigration agency yeah, right, on the border right. law enforcement. Yes,
5: right, right, yeah. Well, you see, I, I, again. This is what's happened. you know, our government has gotten so massive is I mean, for you to do all the reporting that you do, adam, I mean it's it's nonstop. I mean, it's not you know, the thing has become so bloated that it's it's difficult, if not impossible, you know, to follow the money through all this stuff because you know you know whether they resist and you you don't have access that you should have immediate I mean, you should be able to you know go go to a computer and access you know, All our all our tax money. Where is it going? But, you know, you've got to go through all this FOIA requests. You've got to deal with all these, uh, you know, legal beagles that just uh, things up, you know, because they know they know they're up to shenanigans. They know they're, you know, they're working the program here. And, you know, it's like we have a we have layers of bureaucracy within the bureaucracy. You know, this is why it's referred to as the deep state. Right. I mean, it is so deep and uh and multi-level that uh, it it's hard it's hard to track them down because they they all get, can stay out of jail you know from plausible deniability uh because you you can't you can't really hold them accountable
8: yeah well there's a war on transparency in the federal agencies that's for sure you try to file a freedom of information mm-hmm. act request and you can you see how long and how many times they just flout federal transparency law. You know, they test your will and mm-hmm. wallet, you know, repeatedly. Like with the National yes. Institutes of Health, and we've talked about this over and over on your program, Bill. We've had to file six federal mm-hmm. lawsuits. We've had to file two federal lawsuits just to try to get our try to get the data on the third party paid royalties to the to the scientists from the pharmaceutical industry and the agency. We just had to file a second one. We've got, you know, next week. You know, hopefully, huge breaking news on that database. But it's it's uh, it's mm-hmm. constant. It's it's they test your will and wallet. We're up to the challenge, but they don't make it easy.
5: Yes. Well, and and maybe we need to add some teeth somehow. I mean, if Congress of can course, hold yeah, people absolutely. in contempt, right? Why can't we, the people, hold these these knuckleheads in contempt?
8: Yeah, there needs or to be some form the of federal. It. Freedom of Information Act law, because it's constitutional. It's Article 1, Section 9, Clause 7, and it says that a regular statement and account of the receipts and expenditures of all public money shall be published from time to time. And it's the Internet age that Mm -hmm. there's a clear interpretation, post every dime,
5: online, in real time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, Because they don't want to. That's why right. Uh, you know, I wanted to address something else that uh, you reported on. Um, you know, the Biden administration gave a billion dollars in Palestinian aid to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency (UNRWA) uh, since restarting U.S. aid to the program in April 2021. Of course, Donald Trump had cut them off altogether because he knew the nefarious entity that it was. I mean, even to the point now. I mean, it's it's clearly being reported that UNRWA has been participating. In educational indoctrinational materials to Arab children, that uh, is just loaded with uh, hatred for Jews. Uh, are you and, and here we are as Americans. We are supporting these efforts. We're contributing. We're co-conspirators against our, you know, supposedly our number one ally in the Middle East, right? Yeah, so
8: we nailed that number last fall, exclusive on the, to Fox News. On the lawn of the White House, Ed Lawrence delivers the report. It was $1 billion during the Biden administration on the restart of that aid. Incredibly, after the 10-7 attacks, the Biden administration continued to send aid, Palestinian aid, through this U.N. aid, quote-unquote, aid agency, another $121 million now that we found. Now it's been $1.2 billion during the Biden administration through this U.N. agency. And now with this intelligence dossier from the Israelis, you know, up to 50 percent of all employees at that agency have a close family member in Hamas or Islamic jihad.
5: Yeah, they took they part in the schools. October 7 massacres.
8: Yeah, they did. Employees yeah. participated yeah. in the waves that came across. They helped plan logistics, get, you know, procure weapons. They are uh, in the UNRWA schools. They actually teach the Palestinian Authority curriculum. Where it's an obligation among Muslims to be a martyr.
5: And here we are. And, and we're supporting we're supporting this hatred. I, I mean, Europe, this is just so confusing. Yeah, uh, go ahead, to the tune.
8: Yeah, $1.2 billion during the Biden administration. Trump cut it to zero because he knew the aid would be siphoned exactly. for, off for terrorists. And that the Palestinian Authority and the PLO were not honest brokers in the peace process.
5: Exactly.